Hello, Jazz Session listeners. I am Jason Crane, host of the Jazz Session, announcing the 100 by 300 campaign. That's right, my goal is to get 100 members by the 300th show to keep the Jazz Session going, and you can join very easily. Just visit thejazzsession.com and click on either the join link at the top of the page or the one on the side of the page. There are monthly levels starting at 10 bucks a month. There are yearly levels starting at $110 a year. Please join the people who have already become members and help keep the Jazz Session going. The Jazz Session receives no external funding from any source uh, up to and including All About Jazz, and that means for me to keep doing it, I need you. Thousands and thousands of you listen to every show, and if you could find the uh, the cost of maybe two cups of coffee uh, a month in your couch cushions, you can help keep the show going for years to come. That is the 100 by 300, 100 members by the 300th show. Join now at thejazzsession.com. Welcome to the Jazz Session. I'm Jason Crane. The Jazz Session is presented by AllAboutJazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads, and more. Every episode of the show is available for free at thejazzsession.com. You can also subscribe using iTunes or an RSS reader, and there are links to do that at thejazzsession.com. Also, please do become a member of the Jazz Session. We need those members. I need those members to keep the show going. I'm looking for 100 members by the 300th show. And uh, so far, it's been going reasonably well. I think we're up to uh, about 13 members or so, which is fantastic. You can become a member very reasonably. The uh, membership levels start, uh, if you want to do it monthly, start as low as 10 bucks a month. And if you'd like to do it yearly, they start as low as $110 a year. And you can go on up from there, and there's various thank you gifts and so on and so forth uh, a couple people I want to thank who have become members since the last time I did some thank yous on the show uh, Rebecca Martin who was actually a guest on the show recently became I believe the first guest to then become a member I also want to thank uh, Martine Erbach who was a guest on the show earlier this year I think um, you can check him out uh, in the archives and also want to thank uh, Dan Wilcox um, from right here in Albany, where I'm located, and Richard Caymans, uh, whose last name I've never actually heard said out loud. So, Richard, if I butchered your last name, I apologize. Um, but thanks to all those folks. I think I, thanked, I have thanked everybody else um, on the air in, in previous shows who has become a member. But uh, thank you to those four people. Very exciting. So if you want to become a member, just visit thejazzsession.com, and you'll see uh, links on the left side and the top to do that. And uh, I hope you will, because the show needs your support to keep going. My guest today is a uh, pianist who is making her debut with her new album, Originality. Her name is Mina Cho, and she starts off with this tune called Korea.
My guest is pianist and composer Mina Cho. She has a new album called Originality, and it's uh, my pleasure to have Mina on the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Uh, You are, uh, for me, kind of a perfect example of the way jazz seems to work these days. You're from Korea, you live in Boston, you play jazz that is influenced by Brazilian folk music and gospel. So, you know, you're just kind of the perfect sign that this music, improvisatory music, encompasses everything. So I thought we could maybe start by talking a little bit about your pretty interesting story and how you managed to, to get where you are now. Can you talk about when you first... Uh, decided to start playing jazz? I know you started out wanting to play classical piano. When did you first get introduced to other kinds of music that you might play on the piano? Um, Until um, I graduated from high school, I was classically trained, so I was classical pianist. Then um, I decided to study theology because I I played at church uh, since um, I was 10, so I pretty much influenced by um, gospel music, so I wanted to um, commit myself as a music minister, so um, uh, when I went to college studying theology, um, I was introduced to a jazz musician who graduated from Berklee College of of music, and he he told me that if I wanted to uh, do uh, Christian gospel music, then I should know jazz music better. So I started started playing jazz music, starting with him. many people it may be a, a surprise to learn that you grew up um, listening to, to gospel music. So you grew up in a, in a Christian family in Korea, is that right? Yep. And is I don't really know anything about the Christian tradition in Korea. Is uh, is what we would think of as gospel music some mm-hmm. of the same musical foundation that you had there in church? Yeah. Uh, when I was young, I um, our church was very influenced by like 
Kirk Franklin and Ron Kennelly and B.B. Linus, his Linus. So, like, black gospel music was pretty much um, was popular. And, and why was that, Mina? Because someone in the church was interested in that kind of music? Or why was that influence there? I think it's also varied um, according to the denomination of the church. Um, some church is really... Um, conservative conservative and it's really classical oriented but in our church um, there were a lot of young people because of that I think I think we were uh, into young uh, Christian gospel music And so, uh, as you mentioned, all through high school you were uh, mm-hmm. classically trained. But but when you said you had been playing piano in church when you were younger as well. So you so although you were getting classical training, you were also learning the gospel tradition at that time, right? Yep. And who uh, were you studying with? Another pianist at the church? How were you? How were you learning the music? Um, I I started with. Uh, a professor in Seoul National University, uh, and so I was dreaming of um, studying in Seoul National University, studying classical piano. Then, um, right before I decided to uh, to go to college. Uh, my family had a hard time financially, was having a hard time and really couldn't afford me to go to music college. So at that time, the best choice for me was just study because I could get a scholarship just from <clears throat> from studying and I had a good grade. Um, then, uh, so I decided to go to Yonsei University studying theology and then the uh, we had a 
first chapel in Yonsei University because it's a Christian, uh, it's a mission school that um, Christian minister founded uh, about a hundred years ago in Korea. And and I went to the chapel and there's there was a grand piano and then there was a choir and the choir was singing uh, gospel music that um, I don't know that moment I was really inspired and then that was kind of turning point for me to have a um, strong a uh, dream that I if I continue to be a musician I'm gonna be someone I want to be some I want to be someone who can commit uh, myself for doing uh, this kind of music this kind of Christian gospel music did you complete your degree in theology or did you make a change partway through and decide to study I completed yeah. theology okay and then uh, you said you met someone who had graduated from Berkeley is that how you ended up going to Berkeley Mm-hmm. And when did you arrive uh, at Berkeley? Uh, 2006. And so can you talk about your experience? I know you, um, in addition to the, the gospel tradition, r- fairly mm-hmm. quickly you were introduced uh, to another completely different style of music uh, by Leo Blanco. Can you talk about uh, who he is and, and <clears throat> what you studied with him? That's right. Um, mm, looking back my life, I think I was influenced by teachers. Luckily, I met a lot of good teachers who introduced me to Berklee College, College of Music in Korea. And then, uh, when I arrived in Boston, I met Leo Blanco uh, right from the beginning of uh, studying at Berklee College of Music. And then, uh, Leo Blanco's music was totally different and um, uh, and gave me opportunity to see a lot of different uh, styles of music, and and I've never uh, exper- experienced uh, Latin music, I mean South American music in Korea. So that was totally new and intriguing, and there was something.
you go about making music like that your own? I mean, obviously, in the gospel tradition, you had grown up listening to that music, so it's something that's organically a part of you. But um, on the uh, on this new record, Originality, you feature a lot of the, mm-hmm. the Brazilian music that you've been studying the last few years. Um, how, how do you go about making that part of who you are as a musician? Uh, studying with Le Blanco, uh, my study was not limited um, in just Venezuelan music, who uh, where Leo was was from, but um, he taught me um, a lot of uh, South American music from Brazil, from Argentina, and from Venezuela, and and then. Especially Le Blanco's original compositions um, were very meaningful to me because um, his music is uh, is very unique. Uh, his rhythm is very advanced, and it's uh, mostly based on Venezuelan traditional rhythm, but his melody and harmony are pretty much complex and jazz-oriented, and he has his own unique style um, that um, made me feel that um, he is talking something meaningful to music. So what what I liked about his, his music is it's not because it's it's based on South American music or it's based on really uh, advanced art meters but uh, that was because uh, it was something personal and very meaningful so maybe through that kind of feeling I I think I tried to make my music although I study a lot of South American music with Le Blanco and I'm influenced by, by that I wanted to make all those vocabulary that I studied with Le Blanco that make my own and talk to the vocabulary. Mina, when did you start uh, composing the music for this album? The very first tune I composed in this album uh, was A White Lion, track number three. Um, uh, it's in five four. It's at meter. Um, as you see, I was strongly influenced by Leo Blanco. Uh, the first tune I studied with him was uh, one of his original composition called Parts Wilds Number Five, and that was five four. And there was beautiful tune that inspired me a lot. So I was really that was the first tune the first tune I've ever played in that meter and then I really I was really into it and and I wanted to make make that subject my own and the white lion means Leo Blanco in English so that was the first tune that I composed in 2006 long time ago
you also made the decision on this album to include all original compositions, um, mm-hmm. which is uh, in in some ways a a somewhat daring decision. A lot of people for their debut albums play other people's music. Why did you decide to play uh, all your own music? Mm, I think the title originality can explain it because I wanted to make it my original. And uh, obviously, although I am Korean, I my album was strongly influenced by other genre like Brazilian choro, like Venezuela merengue, like and other jazz gospel music. So, although I wanted to make it my, although I I was speaking through all kinds of vocabulary from other countries, I wanted to make it my own and characteristic through my personality. So, yeah. I think that there was obvious intention that I wanted to include all of my original competitions that that can tell my personality through my music. Mina, since you've begun playing uh, this kind of uh, music, uh, improvised music and jazz, have you had a chance to to go back home to Korea and play this music for audiences in in your hometown or people that you knew there? Mm, Unfortunately, I didn't have a chance to um, publicly, in public, to present my music, I mean, in public, yet. But we are... Our band is planning to go to Korean Jazz Festival in 2011 in Seoul. So that will be the first exhibit of my music to Korea. So we are so excited about it. Oh, that's great. Are there some uh, performances uh, coming up here in the U.S. that you want to talk about? The first one coming up is in January 6th. Uh, in Cambridge, Central Square, um, I'm playing playing with this great uh, florist Hiroaki Honshuku. We're gonna present uh, some of my original music and his original competitions. I know he's also he has a project. Although he is a Japanese, um, he has a great project about. Um, Brazilian music so we have I think we have common in style of music so that will be a great show for people to know our music better that's great and that's January 16th in Cambridge Mass uh, mm-hmm. and I, I assume people can go to your website to uh find out those events Mm -hmm. great my guest is Mina Cho her new album is called Originality it's an album of her own compositions uh, influenced by many different kinds of music and it's definitely worth checking out Mina it's been a lot of fun to talk to you about this record and to listen to it and I thank you for coming on the show and wish you all the best thank you so much I had a great time talking with you
That's music from pianist Mina Cho and her new album, Originality. I'm Jason Crane. This is The Jazz Session, presented by AllAboutJazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads, and more. Every episode of the show is available for free at TheJazzSession.com. You'll also find it in iTunes, and you can subscribe either that way or using an RSS reader if you don't use iTunes, which I don't, for example. What else do I have to tell you? The Respect Sextet did the theme music for the show. They are online at respectsextet.com, and they've got a lot of great music, which you can uh, buy from them, and I highly recommend that you do it. They're very, very creative musicians, and uh, I think you'll like their music. Also, thanks to Dave Vrabel, who designed the show's logo. Thanks to you for listening. And now get out there and support live jazz whenever and wherever you can, and come back next time for another conversation about jazz on The Jazz Session. Bye. Bye. Bye.